What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Opinionated Off Topic. Today, I got my boy Carlos Mojica with us. We got Ethan and Austin joining us, local boys. That you know, they're out here being creatives like us. You know, met them at the collective. Super genuine dudes. They got some nice merch on. As you can see, we got the Dreamer hats on our head. Yes, sir. But uh, you guys can check them out at what House of Dreamers, the website's name right now. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram, TikTok. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's where y'all can get all their stuff. Um, follow them. They're doing some cool content. But we're gonna dive into their backstory, a little bit about them, and talk about some future plans. Thank you for taking time with us, Dan. Come on, Bob. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Know you have a busy schedule for. So it means a lot for y'all to come out. But anyways, I uh, just wanna. I know we talked off camera and whatnot, but just tell us a little bit about yourselves, where you come from, how what brought you here, and what got you doing what you're doing. Yeah, you wanna take yeah, the reins. Yeah. Uh, from Austin, um, born and raised. You know, I've always wanted to do something in some creative capacity. So the when the opportunity arose, when him and I connected through collective, you know, I've, I've always wanted to do something related to that so leaning into that and following that was you know something i knew i always wanted to do yeah. so that's all you got yeah i don't really know i don't know really <laughs> so like you so you know. made, made a backstory like what are you born like born and raised in austin been austin your whole life yeah yeah try just like yeah yeah, bro. yeah, yeah born in austin your life played sports you growing up you want me to do it yeah, you go first. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, my little brother. Yeah. I'll pick up Still learning. Still learning. Um, yeah, Austin. I'm from uh, Baltimore, Maryland originally. Born and raised there. Spent whole life there up through college. Uh, played baseball at Johns Hopkins. And then mm. about a year after school, I was uh, supposed to go to Thailand and teach English for a year. And that's actually when I started, like, kind of this whole concept started with a blog uh, which was called wavy dreamer and went to thailand for a brief stint had to come back had some health issues figured those out and my twin sister was down here in austin so moved down here shortly after that been here for what four years now um and then eventually got back into you know figuring out my path and and what i wanted to do and realized like i needed to do something creative after a certain point in time of just trying to stick it out in the corporate world and work super hard and all that shit so started to do more in this lane and uh that's where i met ethan at collective and he approached me about working on it with me and we sat down talked through it and he just took the initiative and and here we are trying to get it rolling and we have some cool stuff on the way oh yeah did you play baseball your whole life yeah yeah, yeah. what position pitch and short stuff figured yeah yeah uh left-handed right-handed Right. Right. Yeah. I was a left-handed pitcher, but I okay. tore my labrum going into college mm -hmm. uh, pitching. So in Damn. my career, yeah, it's tough. Damn. Yeah, you got an arm. Damn. Um, what about you? So yeah, I'm an Austin kid, born and raised. Um, went to high school out here. I'm a fifth year at UT right now, uh, doing sports management, a little bit of marketing, a little bit of finance. Um, but yeah, that's part of why this worked. Honestly, is being having so much time on my hands, you know, mm -hmm. just only being in a classroom nine, 12 hours a week, having plenty of time to, you know, be able to work on things. And, you know, cause everybody at that like third, fourth year of college rolls around and you're like, shit, what am I, you know, that's when it stuff gets a little real. Right. And yep. it's like, you know, what am I going to start doing? And so that's where I'm at right now, honestly, is like trying to figure that out and kind of leaning into that though. And, you know, I've always wanted to do something in some sort of creative capacity. So this fell into my lap, you know, and we connected pretty instantly and, you know, kind of learned more about what he's trying to do. And he's got such a great vision. I'm excited for him to share kind of 
where that came from and you know where we can see this thing going so yeah, yeah we, hit, we hit the ground running man pretty quickly did you play football at ot i did yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. brief brief athletic stint yeah kids still got it for sure but <laughs> but yeah brief brief athletic you stint. were on the state team right no no no, no. a couple of seven on seven <laughs> state States? championships no. yeah i'll take those i'll say you weren't on that grade. crazy one who was on that no. garrett uh yeah malik shout out garrett uh shout out garrett um who else i mean charlie brewer charlie brewer that team was all of them because yeah. uh, green the uh, guy we had on last week also went to Lake Travis. Oh, I saw um, that. I saw that. And uh, he was talking about that team was insane. Dude, I mean, they live, breathe, and eat football there, man. Like, Crazy. You got kids in speed training at like seven, eight, nine years yeah. old. And he prepping. said like the football program, whatever they had, like was like the hardest thing he's done to this day. It's intense, man. Yeah, it's intense. But you know, I've I've met some lifelong friends through that, and you know. Did but, you play all four years? No, so no. I played freshman year, got two back-to-back concussions, mm-hmm. had to shut it down after that. So that's tough. Yeah, brief little identity crisis there, and then you know, lean back into that. And I that's actually how I started like expressing myself creatively a little bit. I did a ton of photography, um, took pictures for the football team. And that kind of translated into concert photography, but that's okay. like when I truly started like leaning into that like creative side. Really? I think. Okay, yeah. that's super interesting because our boy Albert, like, he's super big on con- or concert photography. Like, that's his mm-hmm. favorite thing to shoot. Um, I'm curious, is that your favorite thing to shoot when you were shooting? Hundred percent, man. Yeah, I I love live music. When I you know grew up on it, we were talking before this about ACL, and you know I've probably been going since I was like five. Yeah, and you know I always saw photography as a tool. to give me access to this music world and like develop relationships and stuff like that kind of outside of just taking pictures and i just like used the two to combine and worked with some pretty cool bands had some cool opportunities you know parker mccullum midland uh shot acl last year for iHeartRadio. probably gonna do that again this year i think a little bit here and there um you know when i can but you know both of those guys are on country ride tours right now so when they come through i try and yeah link up with stuff Yeah. yeah that's crazy uh, so you're made of the collective. What 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 is that? I'll take that one. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> so it's it's a social performance club in Austin. I actually worked there part time a little bit, so I'm kicking into my tour mode in terms of selling y'all on a membership right now. But, um, <laughs> He's already got yeah, 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 that's yeah. right. But um, yeah, it's like a social performance club. So the idea was that they create everything under one roof. So whether that's like recovery the medical side of stuff, the gym, but the co-working too. And I try and tell people like, and we're literally like the fruit from that, which is the community and the relationships you can build like truly makes a membership priceless. Like the business owners, the entrepreneurs that I've like bumped shoulders with, like that's how we linked up with Kenny and we'll talk about more about like what Mm -hmm. we're doing with him, but like even the guys like Devin on the ownership side, Jeremy. And then like members too, like prominent business owners like Khalil with Sun Life and guys like that that are super tapped in and like will genuinely like, even though I'm just a 22 year old kid, like will talk to me about what's going on in their business, what's going on in their life and like genuinely care about you. So yeah. I like it. And how did that conversation even start? Like, did you know him before he even went to a you Did you just sign up and go to the collective or? Yeah, no, I've been going there for like over a year now. Um, before they even officially opened yeah so i met him like i think he just saw me wearing one of these hats and we chopped it up and and here we are business partners a couple months later so that's dope and 
were both of y'all into like a streetwear stuff idea or is it was it you then you just tagged along on it yeah so and i call him this all the time but like he's like the qb1 of the vision mm-hmm. um you know he's got great sense of style great fashion and i'm learning you know i'm taking taking some things here and there when i can but um yeah he's he's you know behind a lot of the genius behind the brand but yeah i think i probably was giving him some shit or something or was like yo when am i gonna get one of these hats or something Mm, like that yeah um so yeah he's he's a lot of our he does a lot of our creative stuff and he's he's yeah he can you're not gonna catch him slacking much not to gas him up too much i'll probably never say this again yeah that's kind of what made me look 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 him up because i saw him in the gym one time and i was like i think he like was in the bathroom or something he came back Mm -hmm. out and then he like started working out, but he had like on the, mm-hmm. the Travis ones already, like yeah. the low ones. And I was yeah. like, I was like, man, who is that? Like, yeah, he's, he's just like right wearing these at the gym. <laughs> and then the like shorts I had on earlier, those like A shorts. Yeah. Like I, I saw you had those on. I was like, I have those too. And then same potential. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And then I don't know how I found you, but I like saw something. You got tagged or something, and I was like, yeah. that's definitely him. Like, yeah. so I just followed him, followed you, yeah. and then DM'd you, and then here we are. Kind of same kind of thing that you're talking about, like how y'all met. It's mm-hmm. just like the same. Yeah, same man. reason because i mean yeah. mm-hmm. the connections there are crazy so yeah it really is a vessel like yeah the people you you wouldn't think that you'd be in the same room as some of these people and to kind of just bump shoulders with them i mean that's how we have you know hopefully um this coming nba season and this nfl season right now you'll see some picks but like you know kenny kenny really hooked it up in terms of putting our hats and connect and you know had a, had a lot of big athletes roll through there and cop some of our hats and stuff so whether it's that whether it's access whether it's you know the relationships and stuff like that i mean it's a good spot man yeah. what got you into like fashion and streetwear um i mean i always like clothes like i don't know always like shoes always had so many pairs of sneakers growing up my mom would get on me like stop charging the credit card you know <laughs> yeah yeah but uh but no like you know i graduated college moved down here i think where I grew up in Maryland is a very, like, like split time between... My parents were, were split, so I lived in Baltimore City and then also in the county. But where I, where I went to school was a private school in the county, like a very preppy area. So, you know, kids are walking around in their khakis and their vineyard vines, and we'd wear a uniform to school. Um, so you're not really able to, like, express yourself that much, right, like day yeah. to day, if you're not going to a public school where you don't have a uniform. Um, but then once I got to college... I don't know. I mean, I was just like still wearing the same same stuff, and you know, got out of school, got a little money, and then started like spending some money on clothes. Just liked you know that aspect of expressing myself in that way, and you know, then the tattoos followed and <laughs> everything else. But I probably started with the long hair and the sneakers, and then got into the clothing, and now the tats, and here we are with a, a streetwear brand. But um, now, nah, I mean, for me, like this whole thing never started with fashion. Like it always just started with me writing. Um, and I can dive into that if you guys want me to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate your uh, sentiment, but (laughs) I'm not a genius. I I mean, I think I just, for a while growing up, like I didn't, you know, we, we grow up in places where we're very conditioned, right? Like our environment ultimately shapes who we are. And then it's on us to unlearn the, unlearn those things and get closer to like, Archuous self, I mm-hmm. think. Um, but ultimately, that's kind of like what my experience was transitioning out of school, moving down here, trying to find my path, right? Like, I worked in finance after school for a year, 
hated that, right? I did that because that's what we're taught to do. Right? Absolutely. By our parents, yeah. by our friends, by society, by our university. Um, like, this is the path, follow it, mm. because that's what everyone else has done and that's yeah. what they're comfortable telling you to do, yeah. right? Um, and then, you know, got down here, still doing that, still, still working tech sales, but for me, I always felt like a sense of purpose when I created anything and whether that was writing something or now getting into fashion, um, you know, I think it just helped me feel more aligned with myself, but ultimately where it all started was back about a year after school when I was going to Thailand, I was going to write about my journey. Like I always enjoyed writing where that started and I can get into the name behind it is I had, uh, um, you know, well, basically went home, um, quit my job after like probably six months, went home, waited a couple of months to go to Thailand, started this blog, called it Wavy Dreamer, um, and I can get into the meaning behind that. But basically, first first thing I posted, uh, I got Snapchats from my, my friends like from college, kind of mocking it, like at a pregame, mm -hmm. reading it out loud. Uh, and then that was kind of the the pause on that for a few years. But eventually, about a year, year and a half ago, I got back into writing and sharing it on social media. Um, but, you know, since then, it took off a little bit, organically grew. That account has since been hacked, so we restarted. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, it was a good... Uh, bit of a hurdle. Good way to, like, rebrand it a bit from Wavy Dreamer, which was really just an alias that I wrote under. It's a house of dreamer, which is more like all encompassing what we want to do fashion wise. Um, but yeah, I can, you know, dive more into that if you guys want me to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, how'd you come up with the name like wavy dreamer and how'd you turn it into a house of dreamer? Yeah. Um, so there's like a short thing that I wrote about it. Um, it's like life is up and down. Every wave eventually crashes, but they're beautiful when they do. And there's a moment of brilliance in every wave the same way that there is like in life right so if we hold on to those moments although life is up and down right we live and think in ways of consciousness you know there's always going to be those moments in there that you can learn from you can pull the lessons from and you can hold on to um so it's kind of a, a play on that but for me personally a big source of like inspiration for me when i realized i enjoyed writing and i was good at it and had had that gift um was when i wrote my grandmother's eulogy and, and read that out loud and i think for me that was like kind of the starting point for people coming up to me and saying like oh you actually you know you kind of need to hear that sometimes right yeah from people you you think you have something but when you get that validation it helps you actually step out of your comfort zone and do something that might be a little uncomfortable and nobody else around you has done um but i think i really needed that and then from there it was really just kind of an ode to my grandparents for me um growing up was super close with my mom and, and she was kind of my rock and thought deeper about that and her parents influence in her life and i was really close with my grandparents and they've both passed but uh, my grandfather when my mom was in high school was paralyzed when he was pulled under a wave when they're on vacation and was paralyzed for a few years learned to walk again but that was during like a pivotal time in her life and a huge like developmental time for her right that kind of shaped who she became and ultimately who she was or is to me um as my mom and then my grandmother who i was really close with would always just say love you to the moon and back 
and she was always that person that, you know, reminded me that no dream is too small, right? Um, so it was a combination of that and, uh, you know, started writing under that alias, would sign things off as like XO Wavy. And that was never me calling myself Wavy. That was, <laughs> for me, that part of it is like, trust your intuition. Like, that's your intuition. Listen to it because it's going to tell you, like, ultimately guide you in, in your most, you know, desired path relative to, to your truest self, I think. So, that's dope. Yeah, that was really it. But it's cool to see people, like, look at it and give it their own meaning. But for me, yeah. that's mine. And I think, um, you know, it's a, it's a cool thing to allow people to look at it and, like, yeah. see part of themselves in it and just, like, define it whatever they whatever way they want to when you because earlier you said you wrote your first blog mm -hmm. and then you had your friends send you snapchats of yeah, yeah. sitting at a pregame mm -hmm. did that just were you why did you stop after that um no i think it was just for me i was going through a lot myself just a lot of self-doubt lack of confidence i think i you know had voices inside my head that weren't mine telling me things and I had to find my own voice and it took me time to do that and I always like saying that I always felt like I had a lot to say but I had a lot to learn before I could say it hmm. and you know I wrote something after I saw that and I was so close to posting it and the tone of of what I wrote like was just so like different then than what it was when I addressed it a few years later and what I shared and, and wrote about it like a year and a half ago because of the time that I took to really like learn and grow and see the situation differently and realize that you know I think we get to certain points in our life at different times relative to our friends right and we see people doing things and they came from the same place so we might look at it and judge it because maybe we're jealous of it or maybe we don't think we could do it or we're like why them why not me right and i think when you do anything that's a little bit out there so to speak or different than what everyone else is doing you're going to be judged and um you're not going to please everyone right you're never always you're not going to say the right thing all the time that's impossible to do but for me i just realized like one it's not a reflection of me it's a reflection of them but it's also a reflection of their understanding of me at that time and not really taking the time to understand that someone can learn and change and grow because for sure when I was in college I was an asshole right like I was that <laughs> dude that just like you know wanted to hook up with girls and go out and party and drink and like nobody saw me as oh this dude has like deeper thoughts struggles with mental health wants to talk about it is a writer like I didn't share that then I had that all inside of me but I never shared it, so they never got to see it. So I can't really, you know, judge them either for looking at me and being a little shocked by that and maybe not taking to it as well as they have over time at first. And then also I think you have to give people, in the same way that I grew over that time, you know, I never wanted to just rule anyone out based off of one experience or one thing that happened. So for me, like, I understood how much I've, change and I've grown in the, in the past three, five years, right, whatever it is, so I also have to give them the chance to do the same thing, right, yeah. and maybe with time and with growth, they look at me differently, they look at what I'm doing differently, and I know that for a fact, because a lot of those people reach out to me and have reached out to me and, you know, want to apologize in some sense, but also just 
supported what I'm doing now and I think it's important to realize that we all grow at different times and we all get to you know different understandings and you can't rush other people with your timelines right we're all on different timelines with that so mm. um, that was an important thing for me to learn I'm glad I didn't say what I wanted to say in that moment right like like Drake says his mom told him to wait 72 hours before responding to anything yeah, yeah. you know like it's a real thing yeah. just sit with yourself and sit with it and oh you know time teaches you a lot that you don't have yeah. right away because yeah, typically when we do respond it's with emotion mm-hmm. not with oh, how yeah. we actually feel so yeah, no, no thought process yeah, yeah, no thought process yeah. Yeah. they need to yeah. saying something that yeah you yeah. regret saying or like damn i shouldn't have said yeah. that yeah. more times yeah. than i can count man. yeah mm-hmm. all that goes for all of us yeah. yeah um the writing and all that well how how much did that help with like your mental because like that is like a big thing and yeah man. especially uh, for us that played baseball like it's yeah. a big big mental struggle playing it because yeah let's face it we suck more the times that we're good yeah so no, for sure i mean for me it helped a lot i think i and i was always in and out of therapy growing up and um i felt super lost struggle with depression like a dissoci- dissociative disorder anxiety all of that and i really had to kind of figure out what worked for me and I never like to tell people like what to do right because what works for you is different than what works for me but ultimately a few years ago is when I kind of found that and one was like just focusing on yes both your mental and physical health right like getting outside more I started running a lot ran a couple marathons that helped clear my mind writing everything out helped a ton and also was just something that I enjoyed doing for the enjoyment of writing but also switching my association and who I surrounded myself with. I think that's a huge like piece of life that a lot of people underestimate and think, oh, I can't do that because I've been friends with them for this long, so I have to stay friends with them. But if someone doesn't have the same drive as you or their you know, presence in your life isn't serving you and they're doing things that aren't gonna get you to where you wanna be, like just cut ties, right? Like it's okay eventually you might find your way back to each other but if it doesn't feel right for you and you don't feel right in that setting right around those people that was for me the biggest thing like protect your peace and you know if i'm in certain situations and i'm not at peace with myself then i'll remove myself and ultimately you have to do that with people as well in your life sometimes and set those boundaries so that was a big thing um but definitely the writing and writing about that kind of stuff helped a lot too and I think a lot of people can relate to that because we all go through that to some extent you know? yeah so so writing and going through like your mental struggles and your journey yeah. um what was kind of that transitional phase I know you like grew up with sneakers mm-hmm. and streetwear and stuff like that and you know after college started yeah. doing that because for me at least and him like like playing sports and then you like kind of you're done like you don't play sports after that mm-hmm. where'd your mind go and what made you get into making clothes and being creative yeah so i mean the writing helped i think for me it's all about balance right like one using my nine to five as a stepping stone mm-hmm. and then investing my time in you know things that i enjoy doing outside of that so that was started with writing and then you know, someone suggested, like, you should turn this into a brand. It's a cool name. You know, you can brand it really well. And um, started with Truckers, 
sold out of you know almost all of them really quickly restocked sold those and then from there i was like i don't have anything to follow it up with because mm-hmm. um, i didn't really know at the time i wanted to do more than that but then once i saw like how people took to it you know i think i just you know, naturally kind of gravitated towards doing more in that in that lane but you know i think fashion is just another form of expression right like life reflects art art reflects life whether that's writing fashion photography you know whatever it is um there's unique ways for us to continue sharing the purpose behind what we're doing and the meaning behind it and also incorporate it into our collections what we release you know the foundation that we have behind those collections that will support different organizations with each drop um you know, just unique ways to take certain phrases, build on that concept, link it to an organization, and just try to do some good, right? Like, for me, it's not, yes, I have aspirations of getting to that, like, luxury streetwear level of a root, a fear of God, a kith, but for me, it's, you know, I never want to lose my why, and that's, that's always been just to help other people feel less alone, yeah. and to help them along their journey, and that's really the purpose that I'm, I think we one obviously stand on um, but ultimately that I hope we never lose along the way no matter how big it gets or wherever it goes always want to stay true to that because um, you know that's the most important thing ultimately yeah, yeah. Uh, from meeting him and coming on to working with him mm. how much have you learned from him about like I guess this, that streetwear side of business and coming up with ideas yeah tons man so the way we actually linked up was officially was we talked about you know just me still being at ut we talked about this idea of like doing a, a college related drop and i'm like dude i promise you it would pop off you make something that's marketable in some way like even though that's not necessarily where we see it going but if you make something marketable to that college demographic mm-hmm. and have the right people push it and wear it it's gonna pop off and so, you know, we were talking about that here and there a little bit. And then he went off to Lollapalooza, like we were talking about earlier. And he texted me and was like, dude, I'm locked out of the Wavy Dreamer Instagram account. And that's where he built this huge following. And it was weird because it, it was like we sat in that for a little bit and was like, and we're like, damn, that's tough. But then immediately jumped into like, okay, so where do we go from here, right? We settled upon like some sort of rebranding and we wanted to like it's great to express ourselves creatively and make clothes and like have this fashion house of house of dreamer but something we talk about all the time is like decades from now if we're just remembered for produce like making cool shit we've failed Mm -hmm. like if we truly and why we created house of dreamer is it's truly an umbrella so came in and we're wanting we're doing a the dreamer foundation nonprofit so proceeds from everything that sells forever we'll go into that we're building a pretty big board of some prominent awesome people that are gonna i think really you know move numbers and be able to yeah. make some true change and yeah from there we're doing the dreamer podcast as well as in the works um dreamer consulting as well so yeah. we're gonna work with some different businesses and you know you guys have seen some of our collaborations like with yeah. kenny and g1 um but yeah, I mean, I've learned I've learned a ton from this dude. Like, you know, it's been a learning process in general. Like, 
from the shit show of having the Instagram deleted, like, you know, and shipments delayed and stuff like that. Like I've learned a ton of stuff in the business world and I've learned a ton of stuff about clothing and the production side of things. But something I value more is like, you know, he's, he's got a couple years on me. Um, <laughs> and you know, he's, but through the things he's, you know, like we said, like, like he said earlier, we all have our unique experiences and we all have our own past and our own stories. Like every person is unique. And so you combine his age but with his unique experiences and he's taught me a ton self-confidence and different things related to that and fashion just that kind of idea of like as long as you're comfortable in what you're doing and what you're wearing who gives a shit and that is something we're trying to emulate too so not only like generational impact with the foundation and the different things we're doing like related to the drops but stuff that people feel good in you know like you have dreamer across your head but you feel good about that and you and you stand behind that and you're your own dreamer in your own way but also just something you feel good in something that brings you confidence like that itself is something i've learned a ton whether it's external or internal yeah. confidence related yeah 100 percent. and then how much were when you start everything you're just by yourself and then he came along how yeah, much yeah. has that helped you oh ton like i mean i had a bad experience with uh a business partner that I was going to start doing things with and just, you know, one thing, like I said earlier, right? Like eliminate the people that don't have the same drive as you. Like this is my baby and like, it's like, this is my dream to, to build something that has an impact that is cool. Like you said, right? Like we want to make, make pieces that people identify with and see a part of themselves in and can relate to and feel good wearing because there's a good cause behind it but also they feel good in it right they feel like they look cool they feel good they can be better to themselves when they're in a good fit and they can be better to the world around them because of that right um but yeah i had a bad experience <laughs> won't dive into that and then was kind of reluctant to really bring anyone else on to do it with me but he just came to me with the idea for the the ut collab and um i pr pretty much told him like this is what happened before. It's more of a, a show me, don't tell me type thing. And he mm -hmm. just took the initiative and showed me that he has the same amount of drive and you know skin in the game and, and same buy and he sees the vision. He wants to be a part of it. And it was a no brainer at that point. And he's just a good person, cool dude to, to kick it with. All, you know, ultimately we all just want to do dope shit with dope people, right? Yep. You know, it's, it's not about necessarily what you do is about you do it with mm. um that goes a long way yeah so yeah i mean just picking back off what you said every time i'd go into the collective before i even like had a conversation with him super friendly like there's yeah. people that'll greet you yeah. but like he's like yeah. greet you and we'll talk to you <laughs> and like that goes a long way because yeah. i mean then talk to you and then right. he the day i like kind of like the day after i talked to you I'm leaving and he's like hey he's like you, you you've been talking to austin i was like yeah he's like oh he's like i actually help him with house of dreamer like, yeah. oh really then we start talking yeah and then i mean even with him just like having like the business partner aspect of things and having someone that you know believes in it as much as you trust it trust it as much as you is really special mm -hmm. i mean cj too like him starting up what he started up it's very special to see like everyone still being able to stay focused like that, especially when things aren't going your way or things are hard or it's like, oh, like we haven't made enough money or any money. It's like, yeah. why are we still doing this? Mm -hmm. But I think it's like a special like knit. Like you don't really know right. why you're doing it. It's just mm -hmm. in you. And once you find the other, those other people that are in you or that are with you, yeah. then it just goes a long way. 
Um, 100%. So I guess um, going from there, starting y'all's first couple pieces, the UT collab and stuff like that, um, kind of talk to us about what you guys got going on now, um, kind of linking with Kenny and how that how that relationship worked out. Yeah, we, uh, we can touch on this too if you want, but um, release these truckers in like six different colors at first and like i said didn't have anything to follow it up with and then uh over the past few months we've just gotten to a point where we're ready to really you know take off i learned how to do apparel graphic design in that time Mm -hmm. um you know we've kind of built relationships with different wholesalers luxury wholesalers Mm -hmm. in in portugal and in italy and um places that will get like higher quality material from Put our designs on each um, each drop coming up. I think is special. It's cool to start with the UT one because, like you know, Ethan said earlier, Collective was a big or is you know just a huge stepping stone for mm-hmm. us. It's almost Absolutely. like a, a ladder that like yeah. we just shot up. Um, we skipped like ten steps really yeah. just from the mm-hmm. con- the connections that we have there with Kenny, who you know is also now a business partner of ours with this. Um, you know, I think you don't get that in many places, mm-hmm. right? So to kind of give a nod to to those those people and most of the people that started Collective, right, all went to UT. They mm-hmm. you know, lived in Austin for a long time. So it's yeah. cool to start with that and kind of give them a nod. And, you know, the fact that they put us on and, and continue to is, is really dope and something that we're super thankful for. But mm-hmm. um, that won't be dope. We'll do a football-related shoot at the stadium, so we're excited to uh, to release that. We've got that coming up, and that'll probably drop mid-October. Okay. Um, it's like right middle of the football season. Mm-hmm. Likely we'll follow that up with, with something during the basketball season as well, some more like winter pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've got a f- three or four hats on the way, a couple shirts, um, super cool, clean design. And then after that, We'll get into our first like signature collection, which is called No More Heartbreaks, um, and that's like this kind of design here. Which if I clear my notifications, <laughs> popular guy. That's why yeah. I'm here. There you go. Yeah, but just um, yeah, just every time I call him, it goes right to voicemail. Cause yeah, it's, yeah, 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 just there. Yeah, got a lot of shit going on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah for that. No More Heartbreaks. So that'll support. An organization that supports children who are five and under that have been abused and abandoned. Okay. Um, and then after that, we'll do probably a dreamer racing concept next. And that is really just, we're trying to pair like little phrases that I've written, mm-hmm. right? Like short phrases with ideas and concepts. So like, obviously the heart goes with the no more heartbreaks, dreamer racing. Um, that phrase is, it goes by so fast mm-hmm. and that'll be for probably an Alzheimer's organization. That's who my grandmother died from. Um, so I want to do that. And then we have a bunch of other concepts that we've uh, lined up that we won't give yeah, away for yet. Sure. But, you know, over the next year, we'll probably release five or six. We'll do an essentials line at some point as well. Yeah. And then from there, look to keep doing that, but also long-term branch into some more custom cut and sew type designs yeah. and um, more custom pieces versus just luxury level blanks that were embroidering yeah like that upper level like red carpet type vibe i feel like like those pieces the player pieces yeah stuff like that yeah and we'll also do you know probably 
outside of our collections a lot of collaborations throughout that process oh, yeah for so, sure yeah 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 man that's you know that's why kenny has been such a blessing for us is like you know from the from the jump when he got out the league like his main intention was to hit the like hit the ground running right so he's got g1 mm-hmm. he's got collective he's got connect mm-hmm. um and he's been great to us from the jump like whether it's putting stuff in connect or you know putting us on a different people or looping us into certain conversations and meetings and stuff mm-hmm. you know he's always been super intentional and super great to us um you know he's they're transitioning out of that collective space mm-hmm. into a pretty prominent area mm-hmm. uh, in terms of storefront probably one of the most heavily foot traffic spots in our city yeah um Mm -hmm. you know he works his ass off man that guy doesn't sleep and does a lot for a lot of people you know he got his bag in the league could have fucked off and just lived with his family and Mm -hmm. spent a ton of time there and he still does that he's a great dad but you know he pours into a ton of people he's got a fund in the works for his gamers in terms of you know he just yeah he sent to me just released that yeah um, about gamers they like investments up like when they're done games like what do you what am i do now yeah man, no, he's really super intentional and he you know we not to you know give away everything we're yeah. doing but he moves different definitely and yeah. uh yeah that's a that's a theme of something we got in the works yeah. a little bit but um yeah, yeah his, his he's gonna put our stuff in his store his new storefront um you know we didn't we didn't ask him he's not asking anything from us wow um so super thankful for that that's yeah. dope it's a nice it's not something to do yeah yeah uh go ahead no i was was saying yeah (laughs) um so you do have one of his hats on those are aren't released yet these are unreleased Unreleased. we'll release them soon probably late next week um possibly on the g1 site but probably on ours and we'll just push it out via social um we've got a couple hats so there's a black one as well different style hat um which is pretty cool but yeah, we'll pump these out, and they have a huge opportunity as well with, with their apparel line that they, they can do long-term. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna uh, we're also going to run that. Um, that's kind of more of the consulting aspect of the whole umbrella that long-term we're looking to create. Absolutely. So that's where we'll start, like he said, be in the store with our stuff and, you know, also do some different things with with g1 and collaborations there and and collective as well but a lot in the works there's a lot of uh moving pieces but it's fun to learn just business at like a high level honestly like i try to think and i've always you know say this but try to do things now that we would do in five years with the type of infrastructure that we'll have in five years Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. think that way yeah and move that way now and you'll get there a lot quicker absolutely Um, so everything we're not compromising brand integrity integrity by putting something out right that isn't up to that standard that that we want it to be or where we would want it five years from now um so it's kind of how we're we're moving on everything and you know i feel a little rushed sometimes to just like accomplish what i want to oh, with yeah, it bro. but i have to remind myself that mm. there's no rush right like we are you know helping people along the way so mm-hmm that's the most important thing like i said and as mm-hmm. long as we're doing that like what's the rush on the rest mm-hmm. of it it'll come with time mm-hmm. yeah and the journey's everything too i mean mm-hmm. you, you, some people get there too quick and then they don't know how to handle it or something happens and then you're like okay what i followed up with and you lose that opportunity yeah. so it's like mm-hmm. having that preparation having those reps mm-hmm. um just being you know very present in those moments because i mean 
everyone wants to have that money everyone wants yeah. to be famous whatever the case may be everyone has their own motives and then you get there too quick a lot of times you don't know how to handle it or be mature about what's happening yeah. and then a lot of times you forget that overall vision and the reason why you started doing what you're doing mm-hmm. too yeah always gotta you know i think i think back to when i like just wrote the first thing i ever wrote and put it on my instagram story and like that was maybe two years ago and now to be like here sitting at this table talking about this at this level and just like where it's, it's crazy like i'm super grateful i need to remind myself more of that sometimes but you're 100 percent right i think we tend to get caught up in this like race against time mm-hmm. and just have to remind ourselves like you show gratitude like good things will will come to you i think so how much has kenny motivated john because like you said he doesn't sleep he's always working always doing this this and this and then you got these two young guys because obviously you're younger than him that just come with him and have this idea and want to do this this and this and he takes his money and invests into you like yeah i mean you can touch on this too but i have my take on it like even just being in that space a collective Mm -hmm. you're around certain people that move a certain way and that's also part of like I think sometimes what I struggle with, with anxiety or like just my own thoughts of feeling rushed because I look at them and I know like the potential that I have and my ideas and all that, right? Mm-hmm. You probably oh, relate yeah. to that. Yeah. You're like, yeah. damn, like I want to be on that level like right now, right? But yeah. we live in this world of like instant gratification and it's cool to sit down and talk with them. Like someone like Khalil, who I know you've spoken with a lot and just understand how much work it actually takes. like. You are never going to get anywhere without doing the work. And it's cool to be around people that are in collective every day. Kenny especially lives and breathes that. Like, he is always up there, always working, always doing something. And just to see someone who's had that much success still have that much hunger and and want to make an impact and help people in, in their life, like, learning from someone like that is so – it's invaluable. Like, you just – you can't put a price on that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, he's made a lot of money already. And when you look into, okay, why is he still up early every morning? Why is he still working late nights? You're like, there's got to be something else there than just personal gain, mm-hmm. right? So him seeing him pour into his team and his people and the concept of, like, putting your boys on mm-hmm. is, like, second nature to him. Like, being able to – and to ask – no skin in the game, nothing in return, but to, but to position people like strategically in certain ways so they have access and opportunities that they would, like we were talking about this in a meeting with him today, like just access and positioning. You can, you're not jumping through five hoops. You're skipping four steps. Like his him being intentional, whether it's through pouring into his gaming team, his media team, the fund he's creating, like. He finds so much fulfillment and like it keeps him up at night. And you talk to him, it's like he cares so much about the success and the longevity. And like, you know, it's the same reason you like giving gifts more than like receiving Mm -hmm. them. Like seeing the fruit and finding the fruit in other people's success that you're contributing to is so much more rewarding. And I think that he's chasing that feeling and that's super inspiring for us because it's like we're not chasing, like, it's cool to see a NBA player in our hat and be like, that's awesome. But to like use our foundation to donate to the neighborhood's Longhorns program and put kids in certain positions that, you know, and to contribute to that. Like we find so much more fruit in that 
the same way that he does. So feeding off of that and learning off that has been a blessing for sure. And well, I was going to bring that up, like him bringing in the people that he brings, obviously, because being in the league a long time, knows a lot of people, but um, just the athletes that are there because, mm-hmm. and we keep up with all sports, so we always see yeah. like who's here and whatnot, Michael Parsons, Jalen Ramsey, and like all these big names people on them buying y'all's apparel. Like, how, what does that mean to y'all? Um, yeah, I mean, I was, I posted something about this and I could probably find it, but I, uh, you know, it is, it's important to get it on people like that because they influence culture, right? They influence fashion. You know, they have their runways and they walk them and what they're wearing, other people want to wear. So, yes, in some aspect, it's important to get it on the right people. Um, so having them walk through collective, see it in Connect, John Morant walk in and spend mm-hmm. 15 grand and buy two things for himself and one of them is a hat of ours and the other one is a pair of jeans like that's just one validation right there and, and the fact that we have something you know that that pops in that way and stands out on a rack next to a rude hat next to whatever other hats are on that shelf or whatever other shirts are on that rack um, it's a huge validation for me but you know I, I got text a while ago when we released the hats initially and I think it was at a club in Austin and like someone was like yo there's like five people in here wearing your hats or something um and it's cool but like for me it's still about the everyday person like everyone puts their pants on the same way right like we all have aspirations we all have a dream we all want to like two different things right but for me to reach like those people because they think the design's cool that's great but for us to reach you know the 17 year old version of myself right like Virgil Blow says everything I do is for the 17 17 year old version of myself like that's who I want to reach like I want people to you know see that part of themselves in this identify with it and ultimately like the biggest satisfaction for me to this point that I've gotten out of any of this is the messages that I would receive when I would write something and people would respond to it and you know say things that were I'm not going to share on here but like you know just touching and ultimately made me feel fulfilled because those thoughts just came from me feeling alone right and writing Mm -hmm. things down in my phone or in my journal over time and then when I chose to share them other people saw parts of themselves in that and related to it and that helped me feel less alone in those thoughts right so the more we can do that the more we can help people the more we can build confidence in our communities and, and our friend groups and ultimately have like realer conversations that lead to deeper connections right like that's what we're here to do i think is to, to form connections with people and build relationships and leave a legacy in that way so um that's the most important thing at least for me and probably we'll get back to writing and sharing that in some form on the account in some way um still trying to figure that out but i don't want to lose that aspect of it yeah, yeah. and they're for you as well now coming on and this is basically your brand as well like how did that feel for you for as he said john morant just to pick one of y'all's pieces and y'all probably didn't even say anything to him it's just there and he just grabs it yeah it it's special man and like you know i'm not gonna lie and be like oh you know it's whatever like it it feels good you know and it and it it's a little bit of gratification and you know kind of there's proofs in the pudding a little bit like it's just more so motivation to kind of lean into what we're trying to build 
but yeah like we were talking about earlier um it's much more than that like you know we've both been fortunate to build you know fairly decently sized networks just based on relationships and stuff like that and you know it doesn't matter like it's great as a brand to have a big pr list and to be able to send it to people that are going to throw up a story and it's great to build awareness and build you know your brand's reputation Mm -hmm. up Mm -hmm. but yeah like we could have as many followers at the end of the day but like what still gets me equally as excited is like the nonprofit side of things and leaning into and diving into that and you know because what comes with the exposure of the brand also increases the exposure of our foundation right so it's cool that jaws buying a hat you know whether it's garrett or um leonard fournette or other like nfl guys that have the hat and stuff like that like that's cool but for them to not only learn about our brand but learn about what we're doing on the nonprofit side of things they're also able to identify with that as well Mm -hmm. and see that avenue like yeah these guys aren't just trying to build some hype brand like Mm -hmm. it's it's much more than that we talk about this all the time like we have failed if that's all we've done Mm is like put like we want to put cool stuff on cool people because on the business side of things like that's what sells but if that's all we've accomplished we've failed so yeah 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 right now i just thought of something i just thought of is like you know i don't know who said this but it's such a great i'll probably botch it but it's like we're here to make an impact not a living if you make an impact you live a full life right like i think yes it's cool to do really cool things and and make a living doing it and that's obviously a part of selfishly like our reasons for doing everything we do right we have to right we got to feed ourselves feed our families and you know it's we're ambitious people who want to build things and you know do big business right so that's a part of it but i think when you do something that has a purpose behind it you know you're always going to at least for me I, you know it's that's what keeps me going and like there's nothing that's going to stop us like there i don't doesn't matter what happens externally like we will figure it out we will make it happen and we will fulfill this vision for as long as i'm breathing like it's going to happen um because that is our purpose and that's the reason behind it and as long as we stay in that and we live in that and we work through that and and live our life out through that and represent that with our brand like good things will happen that's Um, my quarterback (laughs) (laughs) you won that's my quarterback (laughs) y'all touched on uh starting a podcast earlier and content creation and i've seen a few videos from you and then just like photos and stuff so i guess outside of you know the clothes and the nonprofits and the foundations Mm -hmm. and the giving back what are kind of y'all's next steps for content creation or tying the content with the the brand um sure um yeah at least with the podcast you know aside from brand awareness right and Mm -hmm. building the brand and building our own brands like the ability to storytell and the ability to have you know whether it's prominent people on or athletes or you know people in the mental health space the nonprofit world and to come on and share their dream or share what they're doing and you know give them a platform and you know lean into that heavy is something again like the foundation as well is you know that's what that's the kind of picture we're looking at like the the entire umbrella 
terms of content creation. So yeah, it's cool to, you know, clip something from this podcast or clip something from interviews and stuff, but we care much more about, you know, we're not paying some huge media team to grow us a ton on TikTok or anything like that. Like our goal truly is to spread certain messages and be super intentional in the way that we do that Mm -hmm. versus just like pumping cool stuff out and like naturally the cool stuff will come i think Mm -hmm. we're pretty two creative dudes and like but the intention behind it is what will like that'll stick the longevity and that will come from our intentions i think behind it rather than just like pumping stuff out but yeah good stuff a lot of stuff in the works for sure yeah just to add to that briefly like for the podcast one yeah have certain people on to talk about their story their journey right like whatever they've built where it started you know I think we all have that dream in some sense, right? And then dive into their journey, what they learned, what lessons they took, what they struggled with, you know, how they dealt with that, you know, ultimately just sharing things that can provide value in some sense. That's the main goal. That's what drives business, right, is providing value. So if you're not doing that, you don't have a business. And ultimately we just want to share messages that provide value in some way to those listeners. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's pretty much it for me, for him. Um, that's dope that y'all are dope, genuine dudes. And, um, I like that what y'all are doing besides the clothing of the whole nonprofit stuff is way more important than like the actual clothing. And I, and I like that y'all care about that a lot. And it, and it means a lot because, I mean, sure, you can have the Roods and the, and the, um, Keiths and all that. But yeah. the difference between y'all is y'all care about the nonprofit part of it. Mm-hmm. And then they, I'm not saying that they don't, but like that's not their motivation. Mm-hmm. That's their that's their motivation is like the clothes and like selling and making the money. Yeah. Um, so I, I like where y'all's heads at and you know, what y'all got going. It's, it's dope. Yeah, I mean, just meeting y'all and then obviously the stuff's dope, but then like hearing y'all's story kind of very similar to like us mm-hmm. is just cool to like everything's been a super intentional, at least for us in the last year or so mainly this year the people we've really gotten close with network are all like the same it's like really cool to see just talking to another genuine person you meet so many people out there are trying to start stuff but it's only for like a few motives it's not for the long-term lasting impact too so it's cool chopping it up with y'all it was it was was fire appreciate you guys having us yeah pretty much have the same thing as us is just help people out and grow that's Um, love man we really appreciate y'all yeah for sure y'all have anything for us before we hit this bad boy off Um, I guess this will be out when our first drop yeah right around should be out right around then so make sure y'all show love get it while it's hot always 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 get it while it's hot for sure Uh, before it goes household dreamers everywhere household dreamer obviously the R move the last no second E no second E Second eight. Alrighty. Um, we'll put all their information down below in the description. Their family, y'all go show them love. Y'all know how it is. But that'll do it for your boys over here at Opinionated. We'll catch y'all guys next time. Peace. Peace.